1: Dot.com. I'm Robert Workman. WTOP. Travis. Seven News. First Alert. Chief Meteorologist
2: Veronica Johnson. Mostly cloudy skies now across the area. Our temperature is falling through the fifties. By morning, will be between forty and forty-five degrees with cloud cover across the area. There's even a chance for some patchy fog and isolated showers between nine a.m. and one p.m. Expect a high temperature tomorrow in the lower to upper sixties. I'm Seven News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center at the Wharf in D.C. It's fifty-one
3: and some of us down to 40.
4: You're listening to WTOP.
5: Washington's
6: news, traffic, and weather station.
4: WTOP News. Facts matter.
3: Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, we have breaking news. A man is dead, three other people in the hospital after being shot in Northeast D.C. In another part of our area.
2: Two men arrested in connection with shooting a toddler, but police say two more are still out there. I'm Matt Koufax.
3: And for Campaign 2024.
6: Will a former Maryland governor end up a future U.S. senator? A look at Larry Hogan's run. I'm Kate Ryan.
3: Last-minute plea here to Ted Leonsis from D.C.'s mayor. She writes in the Washington Post. He needs to stay in D.C. He should not move the
5: Caps and Whiz to Alexandria. It's midnight.
3: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
5: I'm Air Rubin. Two people are dead after a plane landed on a busy highway during rush hour in southwest Florida. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports.
4: The private jet crashed into the southbound lanes of Interstate 75 near Naples, Florida, sending a massive fireball into the air. Lost both engines, emergency. Making an emergency landing. Got emergency clear the land, runway two three. I'll be at yeah, We're clear the land, but we're not gonna make the runway. Eyewitnesses along the crowded highway captured the aftermath. The plane engulfed in flames. The wreckage slammed up against the highway barrier. Emergency crews rushed to the scene, closing the interstate in both directions.
5: A full day for the president Friday as the White House tried to control the damage from the special counsel's comments about his memory. CBS's Willie James Inman.
3: President Biden welcomed German Chancellor Olaf Scholz to the White House to discuss the war in Ukraine. You've done something no one thought could get done. You've doubled Germany's military aid to Ukraine this year. Really the meeting comes one day after special counsel Robert Herr questioned the president's mental fitness in a report about his handling of classified documents. Hur declined to seek charges saying Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview with him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory.
5: And the White House calls those comments politically motivated. The big island of Hawaii was rattled by an earthquake. The U.S. Geological Survey's Mike Poland.
3: Hawaii, like many places, is earthquake country. And this sort of event hopefully serves as more motivation for people to be prepared, not just on the island of Hawaii where we see a lot of this seismicity, but really statewide.
5: And the Los Angeles area also saw an earthquake on Friday. Israel's prime minister is planning a new offensive against Hamas in southern Gaza. CBS's Deborah Pada reports from Jerusalem. It's
6: been 125 days of war,
5: one of the deadliest
6: in modern history, prompting President Biden's strongest rebuke of Israel yet, calling its conduct in Gaza over the top. A lot of innocent
4: people are in trouble and dying. Has got to stop. But Israeli
6: Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is clearly not listening. Instead, ordering his military to come up with a plan to evacuate civilians in Rafa ahead of a massive push there.
5: Yes, of course, Sunday is Super Bowl 58 on CBS between the Chiefs and 49ers. But it's also Puppy Bowl 20 with 131 adoptable puppies. This is CBS News.
1: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at progressive.com. That's progressive.com. WTOP at
4: 1203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We finally made it cloudy with some isolated showers this overnight, early morning. Veronica says by daybreak, the low should be in the 40s. We're at 50 straight up in Washington right now. And good Saturday morning to you. We thank you for taking us along for your midnight hour ride. Topping the stories locally, we're following for you this morning, Saturday, on WTOP. Breaking news on WTOP. We begin the midnight hour ride Saturday this morning here at T.O.P. with word of a shooting in northeast D.C. leaving one man dead, three others injured. It happened just before 10 p.m. last night in the Trinidad neighborhood of Rom Street, just right off of Rom Street, we're told. Officers there found one of the victims inside a building, they say, while another man was found outside. Police say this morning two other men who were shot and went to the hospital they did that on their own. One of the victims died at the scene. The other three are right now, as far as we know, have non-life-threatening injuries, and they're seeking—they're getting medical treatment at this time. We have no lookout, and this is very early on, and this is very preliminary. I will say this: the people that did this have no respect for human life. That's Fifth District Commander Sylvan Altieri on WTOP. In another case, two men are under arrest this morning in the shooting death of a little two-year-old boy this week in Langley Park.
2: We'll
1: never forget these cases because children are not supposed to die.
2: Police say 33-year-old Israel Fuentes and 28-year-old Johnny Tercios of Lewisdale are charged with first- and second-degree murder. Two-year-old Johnny Pucaceres and his mother were caught in the crossfire when Fuentes, Tercios, and two others got out of the car yesterday and started shooting at another group of people in the Langley Park area.
1: But a baby is still dead, and they still need to be held accountable.
2: Assistant Chief Vernon Hale says they're still looking for two other people in the car, which was a stolen SUV, and they also want to talk to the group Fuentes' Tercios and the two other people were shooting at. It's unclear whether this was a beef between two groups of people, but Hale says the nature of this crime is particularly heinous. These are the cases we lose sleep over. In Prince George's County, Matt Koufax,
4: WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05 Saturday morning. Police say, meantime, if you know something in this case where it's concerned, they want you to speak up as soon as possible. They say this morning community cooperation was instrumental, they think, in making these two arrests so far. Politics now. We turn to campaign 2024 on WTOP. Well, they say if you know something this morning, please let them know about that case. Now turning to politics. Campaign 2024, a major political development in Maryland. Former two-term Republican Governor Larry Hogan who at one time mulled over running for the White House, is now apparently running formally for U.S. Senate. WTOP's own Kate Ryan sits down this morning with an expert in Maryland politics who wrote a book about Larry Hogan to ask about this news.
6: As a filing deadline loomed, former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan announced he's in, he's running, for the seat being vacated by retiring Senator Ben Cardin. Was the decision by the Maryland Republican really that much of a surprise? It is a surprise. Malia Cromer, director of the Sarah T. Hughes Center for Politics, At Goucher College, he has consistently stated over the last two years that he was not interested in running for the U.S. Senate. Politics and times change, so here we are. Hogan's a Republican who remained popular in solidly blue Maryland. He's going to have to contend with not just his own individual brand, but the brand of the Republican Party nationwide. But Crower said Hogan's a savvy politician who won two terms by accurately gauging what it would take to win. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Twelve six Saturday
4: morning on WTOP. D.C.'s Mayor Muriel Bowser pleading this weekend with monumental sports owner Ted Leontis to keep the caps and whiz in the district in a Washington Post op-ed. The mayor makes the case this weekend that downtown D.C. is home, she says, to some of the most valuable and iconic gathering spaces in the D.C. region, the nation, and the world. She further says that there's simply no place like it. And she says that the $500 million deal on the table D.C.'s offered to renovate Capital One Arena is one of the best mutually beneficial deals Monumental Sports has gotten so far. It's 12.07. There are increasing numbers, meantime, of Alexandria protesters taking bus trips to Richmond to push back on that new arena to be built in Potomac Yard. So how does Ted Leonsis, the owner of the team, feel about the approval process and where we are so far? I'm not a politician, and... And so I'm going to let the process carry out. That process involves getting approval from the Alexandria City Council and the Virginia General Assembly. Some Alexandria residents have been outspoken in their opposition to the ARENA plan. Responding to them, Ted Leonsis tells WTOP. It has become a little... Personally frustrating. Specifically, he says he feels that way when critics say the Potomac Yard Metro station isn't big enough for arena crowds. Leonsis says those concerns can be addressed in part by expanding the station, adding elevators and escalators. You know, when something comes up to us, we say, well, tell us specifically what the problem is and let us address that specific problem. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. It's Saturday, February 10th. Welcome to WTOP.
6: WTOP, 19 Lane.
4: 1208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael
6: and
2: Sons.
4: On WTOP, traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks 24-7, guaranteed. Traffic always first and good. Saturday morning to Robert Workman at the WTOP
1: Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Not so good on Kenilworth Avenue in either direction. They're doing an overnight project, putting in a new pedestrian overpass between Eastern Avenue and Benning Road. And as a result, we're down to just one lane of traffic at best, getting by in each direction until about 5 o'clock this morning. They just released some southbound traffic coming off of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. It'll be a kind of a zigzag pattern for you for the next little bit as uh, so they take you over to the left and then back over to the right to work your way through the construction barrels. They've got one lane getting by on the northbound side, but the Again, there will be uh, alternating closures through there of 15 to 20 minutes during the early morning hours, and we're here to tell you about it. New York Avenue is doing okay as an alternate on the inbound side through the traffic lights. Outbound New York Avenue, picking up a lot of uh, extra volume out of the northbound 3rd Street Tunnel. Folks coming up 695, taking the U.S. Capitol exit, and then running New York Avenue out as an option through northeast. That's working okay. Emergency equipment responding on the outer loop of the Beltway in Montgomery County. Crash was reported west of 355. Go Electric the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go Electric at Fitzmall. Dot com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP traffic.
2: Expect overcast skies here early this morning. There'll be a few spotty showers around the area and maybe a touch of fog, but temperatures, wow, on the milder side, 40 to 45 degrees and pretty warm for your Saturday afternoon as temperatures rise to the lower and upper 60s across the area. Chance of additional showers, 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
4: Right now, we are at 50 degrees. Springfield is comfortable out this midnight hour. Saturday morning, February 10th, 50 as well. Farragut Square, 43 Laurel. Dropping two. We're at 48 in our nation's capital. Brought to you in the midnight hour Saturday here on WTOP. Buy longfin, Save 25% on Longfins decks, pa- pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment. No interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfins.com. WTOP Saturday morning at 1210. Where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Clayboy in this early morning to wrap your business. Group. Bethesda Magazine has been sold to Today Media, owner of other magazines in Delaware, Maine, and New York. Ron Rivett, who co-founded Super 8 Motels, has died. He was 83 and lived his entire life in South Dakota. New York furniture store, Fortunoff. His opening stores in Falls Church, Woodbridge, and Sterling. The original opened in 1922. The S&P 500 index rallied 29 points Friday. That's a half percent. It closed above 5,000 for the first time. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Avoiding tax scams Saturday morning. That's next on WTLP some advice. Stick around. It's 12 11. Good morning.
0: Are you joining us at the most important gathering of cybersecurity and risk leaders of the year? Gartner Security and Risk Management Summit is returning at the Gaylord National Convention Center June 3rd through June 5th in National Harbor, Maryland. Network with more than 4,000 industry-leading peers and attend research-backed sessions covering your top priorities, including cloud security, threat detection, ransomware, zero trust, and more. Special $875 discount for government and public sector employees. Register at Gartner.com slash U.S. slash security risk.
2: WTOP and 7 News
4: First Alert Weather.
0: Up-to-the-minute forecasts you can
2: count on. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday
0: Here are the top questions from homeowners in the new year. Can my roof survive another winter? And can my bank account survive if my roof doesn't? Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the answer. Roofing done right the first time and roofing priced like it was last year. That's right, to keep their crews working this winter, PJ Fitzpatrick will set all prices back a year and guarantee your estimate for all of 2024. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee.
4: It's the weekend. Good Saturday morning. Welcome in this midnight hour, February 10th. If you're just joining us here at WTOP, glad you're starting the weekend with us. It'll be cloudy this overnight early morning. Might see a spotty isolated shower, according to Veronica, by daybreak with lows holding in the 40s. We're at 48 in Washington right now. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. 1213 on WTOP. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. these days know you are in a hurry to do your taxes and to get other stuff done, and that's how they rip you off. We've got a warning here at WTOP, a heads up for you this morning about tax scams. They can come in the form of a text message, an email, or even a phone call. People pretending to be the IRS stealing billions these days from people who are fooled into thinking they owe money. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Soda speaks with security expert Adam Levin co-host of the What the Hack podcast for his take on all this.
3: The IRS will contact you by snail mail. They will not contact you by email, text, or by phone. If it's an initial reach out, unfortunately today, you have to be careful also when you receive an email that says internal revenue service, because some of the hackers have gotten so good with the assistance of AI that they can create a document that looks like it's coming from the internal revenue service, but it isn't actually coming from the IRS. It has the wrong address or it has the wrong phone number. So you really need to go to irs.gov and confirm everything and make sure that you are communicating with the IRS. But the IRS, they do not, on an initial reach out, threaten you in any way. They do not tell you that they have your spouse in custody, and they are not going to ask you for immediate payment by way of, for instance, an Apple gift card. People are busy. They're distracted. Anything that in any way reminds them of money due to the federal government, for instance, uh, sets them off in a state of panic. They get very nervous about it. It sounds like slow down, think about what you're doing, think about what is being asked of you, and if there are any red flags, you know, don't do it until you consult somebody. Well, the most important thing is is don't panic And just because you see something on your caller ID that says internal revenue service or the taxing authority of your state, don't necessarily believe it because it could be spoofed. There's some rules of the road that you should know. First of all, the IRS has a pilot program in a number of states now where people earning under a certain amount of money can file directly with the IRS for free. Second thing is the IRS is now issuing pin codes to everyone. Just like you have a pin code for your debit card, in the old days to get a pin code you had to be a victim of identity theft that the IRS confirmed. Today, everybody can get a pin code. File your taxes as early as possible. Also, the IRS has an online account which you can set up in a matter of 10 or 15 minutes by going to irs.gov. And if you get there and and set up this account, someone masquerading as you can't set up an IRS account because you've done it already. Also, don't ever use public Wi-Fi when you file your tax return online. Use a password-protected secure network and make sure that any device you use to file your return on is secure, has antivirus software, and then once you file your return, any information that you use to help you file your return, get it off your computer Put it on a separate thumb drive or a separate hard drive that is not connected to the internet.
4: Adam Levin, co host of the What the Hack podcast on Skype with our Dimitri Sok. Look, Saturday morning, the top stories this early hour. We're following for you on WTLP. Two men are under arrest this morning in connection to the shooting death of a local two-year-old boy in Langley Park this week. Police say this morning and weekend they're looking for more suspects in that case. Former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan jumping into the state's U.S. Senate race, we hear, and three people survived a fiery small plane crash On a Florida interstate on Friday, two people died. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
6: Here with
5: Dean Lane on WTOP.
0: The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood.
5: Hi, Mom. Leave me alone.
4: If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day.
5: WTOP News. Facts matter.
4: It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in this midnight hour, February 10th at 1218. Traffic and weather at the 8th. Traffic first. Here's Robert Workman with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center.
1: Looks like we've got a problem on the northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, just north of the Beltway, after Greenbelt Road near the old NASA Goddard exit. Initial reports say it's a medical emergency, but it could turn out to be something else. At any rate, there's going to be emergency response going through there, and it's very slow across the Beltway now, and the traffic camera's going up past Greenbelt Road northbound on the BWD Parkway. Southbound, I'm not seeing any impact just yet coming down from Laurel. Further down, though, there will be slow traffic traffic coming off of the BWD Parkway heading into northeast. Work zone overnight on Kenilworth Avenue, DC 295 between Eastern Avenue and Benning Road in both directions. Traffic at best is going to be getting by single file through there until about 5 a.m. And occasionally they'll stop all traffic for 15, 20 minute intervals. At the moment traffic is getting by single file to the right each way uh, with uh, significant delays on the northbound side coming up from Benning Road as well. Virginia Beltway as you come off of the Woodrow Wilson Bridge should be okay through the Springfield Interchange and up towards Tyson Corner. Earlier crash was reported on the outer loop of the Beltway in Bethesda, but it looks like all of your lanes are open. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic.
2: And coming up after traffic and weather this morning. Turns out a lot of us got scammed in the past year. I'm Neil Organstein. We've got a mild weekend ahead of us with temperatures in the 50s and 60s each afternoon. But there will be some showers around the area. Let's start with this morning here. Overcast, patchy fog and there. There's a chance for a few showers, mainly between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. today. Temperatures with southwesterly winds will top out in the lower to upper 60s across the area. And additional rainfall. Sunday, more widespread and more numerous. That rain could last till 2 p.m. with highs topping out in the lower 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
4: Other region, quite comfortable this early morning. We're at 48 degrees, Tyson's Corner, 48 Waldorf, midnight hour. Saturday morning, February 10th, it's 51, LaFon Plaza. We're back up to 54 in our nation's capital. And still ahead this
2: half hour. Woody Harrelson stars in the new coming-of-age film Suncoast out today on Hulu. I'm Jason Fraley. WTOP at 1220. Good morning.
6: Jack Frost is a
0: slippery character.
1: (laughs) With a nasty bag of tricks.
0: Sleet and snow.
1: Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard.
0: Don't let him fool you.
1: Depend
4: on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the eights.
0: A winter weather advisory has just been issued.
4: A lot of side streets remain unplowed.
0: You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost.
4: And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter.
3: Dean Lane on WTOP. Want to sell your home? There's always a way. This is Dave Johnson. There's always a way when you connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. Just ask Victor. He was out of the country, and Jennifer Young still got it done, recommending minor upgrades using Jennifer's contractors when the home was ready while Jennifer's marketing took over. 40 showings in only three days. Oh, and it didn't take long at all to close. Now that you know there's always a way to sell your home, connect with Jennifer Young at 877-611-SELL or online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Um, Kevin Williams Realty seven zero three eight one five five seven zero zero.
4: It's the weekend, everybody. We finally made it. Thanks for starting the early part of it with us this midnight hour, Saturday morning, February tenth, here at WTOP. It's twelve twenty two. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. A man is injured following a shootout with police locally in Southeast DC. We hear this morning. Police say it all happened apparently on Bangor Street just before seven p.m. last night, Friday night. Officers were then patrolling the area, they say, as part of the department's homicide reduction partnership plan operation, Thrive, as it's called. They say they approached a man they saw in the courtyard of an apartment complex, and the man ran off. Officers followed the man into an alley.
5: The man fired multiple shots towards our officers. Our officers returned fire striking the individual. Our officers immediately rendered medical attention to, to the subject who has since been transported to one of our local hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries. Thankfully, none of our officers were injured during this encounter.
4: That's D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith Saturday morning on WTOP. She says there will be an internal affairs investigation here as well as a review of the case by the U.S. Attorney's Office. Talk Transportation on WTOP heads up Saturday morning. If you do plan on taking Metro this weekend, the red line will be closed between Tacoma and Rhode Island Avenue stations for maintenance work. There will be no red line service at Fort Totten and Brooklyn. Free shuttle buses will replace those trains. The upper level green line platform will be open at Fort Totten, though. Trains will also, we're told, single track. Between McPherson Square and Smithsonian stations, that will impact the blue, orange, and silver lines. Plan ahead. How many people in one part of our region are falling prey to scams? New figures out this weekend show it is far, far too many. And WTOP's own Neil Augenstein has been investigating. He reports this Saturday morning it's costing them millions.
2: Consumers in D.C. reported losing more than thirteen million dollars. That's sixty-three hundred reports of fraud just in the last year, says Jay Mansfield of the Federal Trade Commission. The number one report that we received from folks in the district was identity theft. He says if someone contacts you and says they're with a government agency and that you need to. Make a payment with gift cards or cryptocurrency. That's always going to be a scam. The government doesn't reach out to you with an urgent request for money. We've got a link for you to report fraud to the FTC on our website, Neil Augenstein WTLP News. To
4: the world of entertainment this weekend, it just made its world premiere actually at Sundance last month. Jay Frey is with this Saturday morning. WTLP entertainment editor Jason Fraley telling us the coming of age film titled Suncoast is now streaming on Hulu. It's
0: my brother was in hospice with Terry Schiavo in 2005 when I was 18 and he passed away there a few days after she did and so it was based on that but it's funny (laughs) you don't have to dread watching it
2: writer director Laura Chin cast Woody Harrelson as a widowed activist who mentors Nico Parker as a Florida teen grieving her dying brother
3: you want to be a normal teenager I got news for
1: you you're not normal Doris
0: he's a perfect mentor nothing's too precious with him the way Woody sees the world his humor the twinkle in his eye especially in a role like this where it really could have been melodramatic. But instead, he's Woody Harrelson. He was who I envisioned when I was writing the script.
2: Hear our full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP at
4: 1225. Sports time indeed. Our first midnight hit, Saturday morning
3: with Frankie. Wizards played pretty well. They fought hard, but in the end they were outscored thirty-six sixteen in the third quarter. That was a difference. Wiz fall at the very good Celtics. One thirty-three, one twenty nine. Corey Kispert had twenty four points to lead the way for the Wizards, who are now nine and forty two. They've lost five straight. Host Philadelphia back home on Saturday
4: night.